Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dr. Greg, and this is episode 11 of A Better Love Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about those role models we had growing up and what they showed us about healthy or unhealthy relationships. And by the end of the podcast, I hope you have a chance to consider uh, what your own model is for the love that you want to create in your life. And maybe that's finding someone to create it with, or maybe you're already in a relationship. Maybe you already have kids. Maybe you have a big family and you're recreating, creating, developing the kind of love that you want in your life right now. And guess what? We only have one life and we might have other lives. There's other belief systems out there, but you know, we've got a short time on this planet. And so I want each and every one of you who is listening to this right now to be able to experience the love that you want in your life and also to create the love that we, uh, we need in this world, starting in your relationships with the people you're closest to. So let's talk a little bit about those relationships that we witnessed growing up as kids. Now, each and every one of us who exists on this planet had a parent, okay? We had parents, all right? Uh, and there's all sorts of ways we can come here. <laughs> but we're all born by parents who are imperfect, all right? And why are they imperfect? Because uh, just like us, they are human and we are imperfect as humans. So uh, they didn't get it 100% right, I'm sure. But many of them got it like, they knocked it out of the ballpark, okay? And then there's also plenty of them who may have really messed it up. Bottom line, that's the truth. But we hope that you have right now a model of the kind of healthy, sound relationship uh, that you want in your life, right? Where does that come from? That comes from... Uh, our development. It comes from our childhood or adolescence or young adulthood. It comes from witnessing all of the things around us, all the people around us, all the different ways of loving that we observe around us. And that is why, ladies and gents, if you are a parent who is listening to this right now, I don't need to put any more pressure on you. You already understand <laughs> the magnitude of your role in this life, right? That you have this human being, this person who is learning how to be a person from you and from everything they observe and witness. And so what is the example? You know, I asked this question in a podcast uh, a few weeks ago when I was talking about being a good dad, which, you know, being a good dad is about being a good parent. And being a good parent is about, you know, understanding not being uh, overwhelmed by, but understanding the impact that you have on your kids. So what is the kind of love that you witness from your parent or parents or grandparents or anybody who was around you when you were growing up? And what is the example of the love that you want to share with your uh, nieces and nephews or your own kids or your future kids uh, now? Like, what is what is your concept of what that is? I want you to know what that is, because if you're dating, you're going to want to get to know 
how your person, your potential person thinks about relationships, right? What's healthy to them, right? And you're going to want to be able to kind of, as you develop in that relationship and grow with that person, and if it does develop into a long-term relationship, you're going to end up melding sort of your different experiences from your childhood, et cetera, et cetera. And coming up with a roadmap, particularly for those who want kids, coming up with a roadmap down the line about how you want to raise those kids. Like what are the, <clears throat> what are the values that you want to impart? Let me take a quick sip of this coffee. What are the values that you want to impart to your kids? And you want to be relatively on the same page with that. So all of this is just good work. So bottom line, if you don't listen to anything else from this week's episode, I just want you to consider what your model of a healthy relationship is like right now, right? You can sketch it out. You can write it down. You could type it out on your cell phone. You can do whatever. You can just talk to yourself. You can share this with a partner. You can listen to this uh, podcast with your partner in the car as you're driving back from whatever you're doing this weekend. However, you're going to listen to this podcast. I just want you to consider what that is. And then I want you, if you're in a relationship, you can talk to your partner about it, you know, and just say, Hey, I was listening to this podcast and, you know, and, uh, it's important to know. So let's just go run through this real quick and listen, by the way, when I, get new clients. When I see new clients and my colleagues here in the Bay area who do this well, they're going to do a really good, if you decide that you want to do couples therapy, in other words, with somebody in the Bay area. And by the way, reach out to me. I will connect you to people who, uh, I trust here in the community. All right. Um, and you could do that by the way, by jumping on, uh, Instagram at a better love studio, just send me a message. Um, and I'll connect you to, you know, somebody that can help out. Anyway, uh, what are the good examples? I'm going to ask that question. And again, many of my colleagues who do a thorough assessment at the beginning of couples therapy will ask that question. You know, what are those good examples? And what are those examples that are sort of maybe to your mind were not good examples of a healthy relationship? And this helps the therapist get a sense of, you know, what, what your model of a healthy relationship is, right? And how close or dissimilar that is from what at least our conceptions of uh, that is right now. Uh, conceptions, by the way, in Gottman method are based on evidence that's been gathered over 40 years. And that's why I like uh, the work that comes out of the Gottman Institute. That's why it's the primary principles that I utilize in couples therapy work that I do. But there's lots of modalities out there. Uh, and I'm not going to poo-poo any of them. Uh, but the bottom line is, what are those good role models? Think about it right now. Think about it for a second. Okay. Who, what relationship in your childhood did you look at and think to yourself, ooh, that's a good relationship. <laughs> uh, they seem happy. They seem like they like each other. They seem like they have affection for each other. Um they maybe you witness them argue and they're able to uh, really kind of validate each other in the moment and laugh it off and move forward 
Like if you see some advanced relationship skills and a couple around you, first of all, I want you to applaud them. (laughs) And then I want you to, you know, be their friends. And so you get a sense of like, what is it that they're doing well? Because we know they're masters at long-term relationships. Uh, Researchers have been looking at those couples and working with those couples for decades now. So we know that there are things that work. Okay. And we know that, you know, sometimes these things organically occur uh, just right in a relationship. But we also know that tons about what makes a relationship successful uh, has to do with focus, commitment, energy, investment, but also specific skills, right? And depending on the family that you came from, right, depending on the environment that you came from, uh, you may or may not have seen the masters at long-term relationships do their thing. And many of us don't. You know, many of us see examples of stuff that we think to ourselves when we get older, we want to do things differently. And that's perfectly normal, actually, because, right, we're all human, we're imperfect. And I'll say that over and over and over again, because it's important to remember. But think to yourself right now, what was that healthy relationship? You know, what characteristics did you see? And then consider, you know, what that example of an unhealthy relationship was. You know, that could have been uh, your own, maybe a past relationship for yourself. Maybe it was a, a boyfriend or girlfriend in high school or in college that was problematic, you know. Uh, or maybe it was your parents or maybe it was lots of other things. You know, there's plenty of examples of not uh, how not to do things <laughs> out in the world, unfortunately. Um, but to know what it is that you look at and say, I don't like that. I don't want that. That's important because when you're dating and forming a relationship with somebody, they should understand very clearly what your core needs are in a relationship. And those core needs typically come from, you know, these more pervasive, like foundational beliefs about relationships. So it's all important uh, stuff to talk about with your partner. It's also important to know if you're single and you're dating, I've said this also a few times, uh, to know what it it is that you're looking for in terms of uh, level of commitment, but also just if you are looking for a long-term relationship, like what it looks like for you. Um, And then, uh, you know, I really wish you all the luck that the universe has to offer. You just got to play the odds. Those of you who are dating, you just got to play the odds. But I really do hope uh, that the universe conspires in your favor. And if you found someone already, you're already in a relationship, uh, you've been in that relationship for years now, maybe one, two, seven years, 10 years, um, Think about what I'm talking about anyway, right? What is it that's healthy? Maybe you can even think about what's healthy about your relationship, right? How well are you doing right now compared to where you want to be? You know, what are your relationship goals? Uh, Maybe it's time to set some new relationship goals, couple goals, and, uh, you know, challenge yourself and have a conversation with your teammate to, you know, to reach your fullest potential, not only as individuals, but as a couple. And with all that, I really wish you the best of the rest of your Labor Day weekend. My dad was a union guy before he started 
his small landscaping company with my mother. So I have a, uh, a place in my heart for, uh, union people and also just people working their ass off, (laughs) uh, love each other well, and I'll see you soon.